0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as the Premiership returns after the winter break tonight. Hearts against Stundee. Will Lauren Shankland play and who will get the nod in goals with the Euros looming? Philippe Clement keeps his Mohamed Diomande cards close to his chest but confirms Abdallah Sima's injury is a long-term one and Scott Brown looks set to be named the new manager of Air United. Joining me, one of the old managers of Air United and alongside him it's Hugh Keevans. Well, interesting team selection news to come from Tynecastle. Will Lauren Shankland's <coughs> illness uh, have cleared enough for him to play against Dundee and as you rightly say, the choice is a big one for Stephen Naismith. Xander Clark has been magnificent while Craig Gordon has been out because of a long-term injury. But the up-and-coming 41-year-old Craig Gordon will have uh, Germany in his sights and Steve Clark in his sights. My guess is the up-and-coming 41-year-old will get the nod tonight. Plenty of time to get into the build-up to that game, Gordon. Now we're really back. I mean, mm. we were pretty much back with the Scottish Cup at the weekend and the top-flight teams returning. But if you want to get official, tonight's the night that the Scottish Premiership returns from its winter break. Yeah, hopefully, um, you know, if you go along to Tynecastle, you've got an, an entertaining game. Uh, they've got a couple of games tomorrow night, and then the fixture list, an early one at Paisley, St Mirren and Rangers on Saturday so I'm looking forward to the Premier League um, starting back Gordon, I think it's been exciting and you just wonder what the two weeks have done, who've, who's, who's benefited most out of the two weeks Well yeah, go back to Saturday you know, you had the uh, Hearts just getting by against Spartans, thanks to that Frankie Kent goal deep into time added on uh, and then Dundee knocked out of the Scottish Cup by Kilmarnock, uh, both sides in the market for a three-point recovery tonight. 01419511025, that is the number you need. So what have you got for us tonight then? Is it specifically about transfers as it often is? I mean, we're into the last week now, are we? Is it a week today? Around about that, a week tomorrow perhaps uh, for the transfer window closing. Uh, what are you thinking? Is it getting to that sort of anxious, nervous stage? Are you starting to feel desperate? Hugh Evans was impatient three weeks ago, <laughs> so I don't know where you are on that sort of scale. Mohamed Diomande is not yet a Rangers player, but it looks very likely. And it looks set to be a healthy fee as well, in excess of £4 million. So I wonder what you make of that, Rangers fans. Abdallah Sima's injury. Just come on here and tell us exactly what you said the last time when it was the player before him and the player before him and the player before him. Because uh, it seems like we've had quite a list uh, of your injured players this season What do you make of that? How big a blow is it? You look at his goals this season um, I wonder how you replace them How big a blow? How damaging is it? 01419511025 Celtic fans We're going to hear from Mike Navrotsky It's been a bit of a roller coaster for him Hasn't it? Since signing uh, in the summer He's hoping to try and force his way regularly into that first team Can you see that happening? Do you think he's set For a big second half Of the season? Do let us know 01419511025 And anything else at all There is no shortage Of talking points As Hughes alluded to Really, really interested In the Hearts team news Where is Lauren Shankland? Is he going to play? What does the future hold for him? And I think everybody Keeping an eye Is this Craig Gordon's return Or does Xander Clark 
get the nod because Craig Gordon was maybe bound to play in the cup games like he did at the weekend but tonight's the night club and country a big decision tonight in goal uh, for Hearts uh, and any Scott Brown or Air United fanatics out there why don't you get in touch what do you make of that imminent appointment Scott Brown set to be named as the manager of Air who did they get in the Scottish Cup again? the Rangers you got a good reception won't he? that would be good They'd be as well bringing you out onto the centre exactly. circle. Exactly. We can go out together, me and Bruni, old pals. <laughs> yeah, but they've sure. got a big game tonight, Air United Indeed. or both, the bottom two teams in the Championship. And with regard to uh, Mohamed Diomande, in excess of £4 million, they're saying Rangers will pay for him. Well, on that basis, how can they afford Lord Shankland as well? When you're days away from uh, Philippe Clamont having said that we are not the richest club in the world. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. You should know the number, but if not, there's a reminder. Jot it down. Put it in your phone, even if it's an old relic like Hugh Hugh's <laughs> phone. Not not Hugh. Like Hugh's phone. Get in touch and let us know what you're thinking tonight. Everybody can get involved in this month because even if your team's not playing, it's all about transfers. What are you looking for? What do you need? We've got a very interesting imminent managerial appointment. We've got fixtures tonight. We've got injury news. It is all there. So please do come on down on that usual number. Uh, generally, Tuesday night, you're very familiar with the Tuesday night role. This man just does a bit of everything. He's like a, a jack of all trades, as they say. Um, he's got his specialist slot on a Friday. But um, usually on a Tuesday, you can deal with fallout from the weekend as well. Don't really have any of that, do we? Because it was no. a bit of a, kind of straightforward. Apart from if you're a Ross County fan, and I don't know if Derek Adams is in the mood to phone us. Yeah, I think I, I think uh, <laughs> exactly. Um, obviously, Derek having his troubles up at County, but listen, all the congratulations go to my old club. I love them. Uh, party got a <laughs> soft spot for them. <laughs> always said I that. I always me. said that. I've always said that for years and upon years. A terrific result, I've got to say. An absolute ter- terrific result. I thought they could have got a result, but not as comfortable as that. Uh, yeah, and you look at another old club, Airdrie, uh, at home at St Johnson, our Premier League scalp. So uh, it was a good week for the the lower uh, clubs. What Come on, about the versatility of this Brian Graham guy. I heard them on the programme last good, night. He? You know, the, terrific. Uh, the, the number of goals he scored for Patrick Thistle since joining the club has been sensational. And now he looks after the women's team and they're in the cup final, Sky Sports Cup final against the uh, Rangers. And uh, I, I was hoping there might have been some movement on that front today because he expressed himself very well last night saying, surely he can't be denied the chance to lead out the team that he has led to a cup final. But... I hear nothing yet. Let's get stuck straight in. 01419511025. William is a Rangers fan on the line. How are you, William? Hello, the two Gordons and Shoot. How's yeah. it going? You alright? Yeah, no bad, mate. Uh, Good man. It's, it's just about the SEMA situation, right? Mm-hmm. I swear to God, we must be the most unluckiest team in SPFL history. The injuries we've had this season has been absolutely unbelievable. I can't believe he's injured. He got an injury in Africa, by the way. Uh, and to say we've got a big squad or we've got a big squad we should cope but the injuries we've had has, has been frightening uh, can I come back and be sure about the, tran- about the transfers and the money yeah on that I think I knew the CMA Gordon because mm. there's two ways of looking at it in isolation how can your well you take James Tavernier out because he just speaks for himself mm. but any team loses their main goal threat for the rest of the season that's a big deal in isolation but then as William says, we have had this conversation about 
it feels like nearly every Rangers player, are, in fact, apart from that guy, James Tavernier, he's the only one that seems that sort of always fit and available. It has been an incredible season for it. And as William says, it's not Rangers' fault this time. Guys on the other side of the world, these things happen, but um, time and time again this season, it certainly, feels like. Certainly an unusual season for Rangers, the amount of injuries, and just to, to keep players as well at the time where they're producing their best form. You look at Danilo, for instance, come in, ropey start, looked like he was going to start really scoring goals and making a, 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 a sort of a contribution, gets an injury. Sima has been absolutely brilliant for him of late. Uh, he picks something that looks like it's a, a longer term injury for him, so he'll be a sad miss. Yeah, I, I agree with William because I'm one of these guys that will say occasionally, well, like, I don't really feel sorry for you with the size of squad you've got. Yeah, sure. But if you're Clement coming into that, especially when you're coming in, you've got the first uh, silverware in, the, in the, the trophy cabinet, you want to kick on for it, you know how difficult it is, you know, with the uh, Celtic in the league to try and replace them. Then you need your strongest squad, you need your best players, and he seems to just have that little bit of bad luck, as they say just now. I think it just depends what your your lens is, Hugh. The number one budget discusser in the top flight, Davy Martindale, he's not going to feel sorry for Rangers, right? Oh, I get, you know, no. Ross County, St Johnston, Motherwell, they're saying, oh, you know, my heart bleeds, you do have the biggest squad. But if, if you're Rangers and you're focusing on your own business and you're trying to catch Celtic and you're yeah. trying to go and do things in Europe and you're trying to win a Scottish Cup you, you kind of need more than, that's, <laughs> than these players being unavailable that's the whole point about the restart of the league title race because Sima is a game changer his goals would have been vital for Rangers when they start tomorrow against Hibs and then they go to St Mirren and so on and so forth the transfer window is about that as well you know Will Diomandi be able to play a part in the, the second half of the season? Will, will Celtic bring in somebody before the close of the window other than a winger uh, who can influence the remainder of the season? So the, the loss of Sima in terms of the title race is a big blow for Philippe Clement. Talk to us in football terms, William. How how big a blow is it? How important has he become? I noticed he's got 15 goals, I think, this season. How important has he been? You know I me, mean? it's dreadful. It's, uh, it's, it's really bad. But uh, can I come in with sure. Hugh, Hugh with the transfers and the money? Mm-hmm. Well, Hugh, Hugh, I do agree with Philip Clement. I know the richest club in the world, right? But Hugh's, he's right for uh, the uh, Sunday Mail. And his sister paper, Daily Record, reported a £25.1 million profit for the Europa League so far already. And it could be a lot more if we progress. So there's definitely money there, Hugh. So... They'll not get a lot of money, but that sum of money means we can buy a couple of players. Well, you'll need to take it up with Philippe Clement because he was the one who said we are not the richest club in the world. If they had £25 million to spare on transfer fees, then I would say that elevates you to a special position. That's not what Clement sounded like when he made that statement. But only time will tell, William, because we're, we're running out of uh, time for the transfer window now. It ends on the, the, the evening of uh, February 1st. If they do want Shankland, then now is the time. Is the truth maybe somewhere in the middle, Gordon, um, where you know, technically if you really wanted to make it happen, you could. But if it is four and a half million for 
um, Diomandi as we're discussing C- could you see Rangers going and doing that again for another player this window depends what they've they've, they've got uh, put away for all the transfer uh, budget going uh, I think the manager will know his budget by now I think he would have known that going into the the building I think that would have been his, one of his first conversations look in the January window comes what sort of budget am I looking at and I think top managers get that reassurance I don't think Shackling will be a Rangers player not because that maybe Rangers will not push the boat out I don't think Hearts are willing to sell him just now. I think it'll be a summer mm. uh, move for Shanklin. And if it was Hearts, I would totally agree with that, to look after your own club, especially the player he is. Let's hear from Philippe Clement on the SEMA injury. It's, it's a sort of season-ending one. That's the fear, certainly, round about that time frame. The manager uh, confirms it's, it's lengthy. I expect to have more news today, latest tomorrow. For my medical staff, and I always listen to them and not to, towards other people, to be long term. That's why I want, to, uh, I want to have also the right information. I want to look at uh, the glass half full. I'm not going to go in pity and uh, in disappointment. Uh, so it's been the case, yes, but the, the team and, and the squad has proven also that uh, they always stand up when something happens. Mm, William, thank you for your time. What about John, who's also on the line? Quantify it for us, John. How how big a blow, how frustrating is that for you? Absolutely massive. Uh, I was just saying that to your producer there. Uh, I think the big chap scored maybe 10, uh, 9, 10 goals, maybe 11. 15, um, I think 15, you'll find. 15, yeah, you've, you've undersold you know, them. That, that even makes it worse. Um, 15 goals, massive. But uh, I'm saying that to the producer. He obviously left to go on international duty. Mm-hmm. I believe he didn't kick a ball. I don't think he came on or played. So as he picked this injury up um, while training, because he seemed to have left in pretty good shape, and now he's come back and we've got long-term injury on him. Yeah, I think that was I think that was the case. And I mean, you're right. He, w- he would have missed tomorrow's game anyway for sure, in, in the next couple. But you would have been banking on him coming back relatively soon and and scoring. You know, it's not it's not an area Rangers have got loads of options in, is it? Well, definitely not, and that's the other point to producer. Um, it's not really been quite clear what kind of money the manager's got to spend because I think he interviewed he got interviewed a couple of days ago, and it was uh, talking about um, keeping John Lumpson and, and getting a negotiation, uh, but he said it's down to money. So he made it quite clear that this is down to money here. So that's not even been kind of. And are in negotiation. So, what kind of money is he getting? And now all this talk about uh, Shanklin and it seems to have went and died off. So, what money has he got to spend in? Because um, it's not really that clear. Well, I think what is quite clear for now, you're right, some of it will remain unclear, but it does look like um, Mohamed Diamandi, you know, four and a bit million pounds for the Ivorian midfielder. John, what do you make of that? Andy Halliday was on last night some Rangers fans saying that you know even just the profile they quite like the idea he's you know, he's kind of young there's potential there maybe a sell on of course no one knows if they're guaranteed to be good but what do you make of that sort of fee on a midfielder? It's a, it a, it a lot of money but again I think they could be spending that money trying to get somebody in um, of more of a goal scorer more so um, with the big chap out Seema but I don't know much about this this guy at all, um, but it is a lot of money. Um, and we have paid a lot of money for different players um, over um, through Michael Beals, and they've turned out to be a bit of a disaster. I think, uh, so, with, with, 
You, your mic sounds a bit funny, I must admit. Uh, with, regard to, again. with regard to um, Seba, this is an occupational hazard for football players. You know, Jurgen Klopp would rather that Mohamed Salah uh, hadn't gone to play for Egypt and now has an injury. You know, when you consider that Klopp is trying to win the, the Premiership down south. So it's an occupational hazard. It's, it's very, very unfortunate for Philippe Clement, for the, the squad, for the Rangers fans, but it's an occupational hazard. It also ups the ante to a degree with regard to bringing in a goal scorer because someone with 15 goals to his credit will be a huge miss. Therefore, if Danilo is out for the season or as good as, and Sima has now gone down the same unfortunate road, then it really does up the ante with regard to the signing of another goal scorer before the window mm. closes. Now, that will... Because people said Rangers needed one yeah. anyway, you know, before this. Yeah. But even on top of that, Hugh, uh, whether you could put the argument about Silva's come in, uh, Dessers, I told you before we left the studio, would score against him, but he did. <laughs> now, people would probably say, well, that's not enough. If you're going to go forward, you've got to cover yourself. You've got to have, you know, mm. more players in the building, especially strikers. I keep going back to it. I don't think it'll be Rangers' fault that the Shanklin deal not go through. I think it'll be Hearts. I'll keep that. Yeah, he's to... not the only striker in the world. No. We've fallen into no. this no, no, trap no. this I know window, that. haven't we? I know that. But where I do think that Rangers will be targeting is that position. Mm. Because only for the fact that, for instance, say they go out tomorrow night, something happens to... Dessers are, and, and they're mm. getting into all these fixtures. That's before so you even get to, there's also a strong feeling that Dessers won't do anyway, regardless of yeah. his fitness. Uh, and that feeling. Fabio Silva, as good he's, as he might be, doesn't look like... Just quickly to pick up on something else John said about, yeah, you know, it's a lot of money for a midfielder, I think we need a striker. It doesn't always have to be one or the other. You know, I, I wonder if we sometimes pay too much attention on what order players are signed in doesn't mean Rangers aren't looking for a striker MC tweeted to say um, Gers fans saying we don't need money spent on midfield think the last big money we spent on midfield was Carlos Pena we badly need midfielders especially if Jack and Lundstrom move on they're both out of contract I know it feels like everything's about right now and winning this title but Mohamed Diamandi is for mm. the idea is he's going to be there for a while and if not he makes you money so um, I don't think it it doesn't have to be one or the other just because Rangers want a midfielder. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. I don't think it is. I think it's a case of uh, it's all about timing. The timing's right for to bring the lad in. Rangers feel that that's the right time to get him into the building, whether he goes and starts and plays regular or he's sort of a, you know, just put into the first team um, now and again and worked on for next season just to get the experience going again. We don't know what he's got to bring to the table. But I do think that as much as that will be happening... I still think that Rangers will certainly be concentrating in the forward areas I, to bring in strength. I understand that there's a long-term vision here, which Diomandi will fit into. But this is a short-term city. And Rangers have 18 games left and Celtic have 16 left in the Premiership. Mm. And the fans are looking for, starting with the Rangers game in Edinburgh tomorrow night, the real push for the league title. Yeah, but no, I don't. I don't mean that. I don't mean. He, I don't mean he's some sort of project for the future. I mean that just because you need a striker right now doesn't mean you don't sign a midfielder because no, you no, also no. you need to rebuild. 
yeah, that this I, is a Ranger squad that needs rebuilt and it's going to take time and you yeah. need to rebuild bit uh, by bit. Negotiations, uh, nowadays negotiations are completely different going. It takes time. We don't know what's going on in the background. Uh, the old days of phoning up an agent or a club, right, so-and-so wants to come here, let's talk money, let's get the deal done and it's probably done that night. That's Just throwing the a throwing a Volkswagen Passat and, correct, and I'm yours. Correct, MOT'd and, and the first service free, you're off and running. But that doesn't happen now. There's so much to get through, so Rangers will probably add to their squad Thank you, John. If you want to add, agree, disagree, whatever you feel on the subjects that have been covered, please do. And a bit of breaking news this evening, Scott Brown is the new manager of Air United. I wonder what you make of that. Let us know right now. We'll try and get you on next. The voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Keevans and Gordon DL are here. It's 0141-951-1025 if you'd like to join them. And please do. There's lots going on. We've even got Premiership action tonight. Will Lauren Shanklin play for Hearts? Who will get the nod in goals? I'm sure Stevie Clark will be keeping an eye out there. We've got Rangers injury news. An imminent Rangers signing. And Scott Brown is the new manager of Air. Any Air United fans out there who want to give us a call and give us your verdict, please do. And now we can say, finally, there is a manager in the SPFL who once threatened to throw Hugh Keevans into <laughs> Loch Lomond. There and, we go. And I really thought for a dreadful second they meant it. Well, now it would be the beach. You could chuck you in the sea. Oh, but, he can't I know. I know. But That's listen, makes it funnier. <laughs> good luck to Bruni. We've had our fights and... Rouse over the years But he's got a big game tonight Against Abroath mm. And an even bigger one Against Queen's Park At the weekend They'll need all the luck They can get Yeah I'm hoping an Air fan Gives us a call Or multiple Air fans Come on give us your reaction Or maybe Celtic fans even Who've still got a soft spot For Scott Brown And want to share your Thoughts on his next step In management Let us know Before that Let's Line up David And we're going to hear A bit more from Philippe Clement He Was keeping his cards Close to his chest As you would expect Wouldn't comment on any specific potential signings until they're in the door. Uh, but Rangers are expected to complete a four million move for Ivorian midfielder Mohamed Diomande within the coming days. Uh, the first second that somebody's in this building and, and signed a contract, I will tell all of you. No, I don't speak about any rumours because there's been, uh, yeah, how many? 50 names already the last couple of weeks. I can say we were not interested in all those players. Um, so if you start to talk about one rumour, you need to talk about the other rumour. And then I'm, uh, I'm only busy with that and not uh, making trainings anymore or looking at players or talking with players or talking with my own players. Uh, listen, that's generally what managers do, and particularly yeah. managers who are as sure of themselves in that department as Philippe Clement. Michael Beale always struck you as the type of guy that would say, Look, I'm not going to talk about whether we're signing Mohamed Diamandi, but what I will tell you is he's a mm. heck of a player and he does this and he does that and then yeah. you can go, OK, well, we've got a little sound bite there. Um, no surprise there. Kind of cards close to his chest on that one. Um, but he's not denying it. I think it's, it's going to happen. Philippe is getting used to our little ways here. That's all. And he has a, a wry smile on his face every time our little ways come to the fore. So the transfer window, whether it's with Rangers, Celtic or anybody else, the transfer window is your starter for 10 to go mad in the speculation department. And uh, we'll stop going mad on the, the night of February 1st. But in the meantime, mm. it's still open season. And in response, Philippe Clement will tell you nothing. David, 
is a Rangers fan. How's it going, David? How's it going, Gordon? All right? All good here. What have you got for us tonight? Hey, how you doing, Hugh? Good. The Dazzler, how you doing? I'm doing okay. David, how are you? Uh, good on you, mate. Good, good on you, too. Has anybody come into your house lately? Ah, no, no, I've locked <laughs> the door lately. How are you planning a visit? Hi, <laughs> maybe. Just hang on the line, David. I'll give you his address <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> no, basically, um, what, what is what? what is, I'm, I'm, I've, I've been on a few, a few times with about the Lawn Shankland, and it's starting to really kind of grind me down now. Um, I just think, see, like, uh, um, we've got we've got um, uh, Seema coming back with an injury. Get Dessers that can score sometimes. Um, we've got like um, this the the Silva that's came came um, up for mm-hmm. Wills. Um, and he's he's only there at the end of the season. It's it's not a long term thing. Um, and we've obviously I'll talk about Long Shankland. That's what I've always talked about. Guy scores goals. I don't see what the issue is. Is just putting a bid in, getting the guy that can score thirty goals a season. And uh, do you know what I mean? At the end of the day, we're going to we've not got Danilo to probably the end of the season. Do you know what I mean? So I, I think one thing we need to do is get a striker in, and I've always said get Shankland in because the rest of them are pretty much out, they're, they're out injured, and maybe that's one thing Rangers need to do is look at um, either doctors or the, the the physical side or the, the whoever deals with on that. I think they have. I think there's a yeah. couple of things because there does become a point where. Because Philippe Clement said that he's he's not saying look injuries just happen it's just bad mm-hmm. luck because there are so many and he is trying to look into it I think the club have looked at it as well but this one then is a bit different because he was away on yeah. I have no I'm not an expert enough to know whether what he was doing before he went away had any yeah. load on his muscles or whatever any sort of impact um, I think Rangers are looking at it ultimately and Hugh I've got great patience for these things because I've got two hour, hour phone-ins to fill yeah, every night I've got great patience but even I I'm getting a little bit of Lauren Shanklin fatigue I, I have but, to say but David says he doesn't see the issue here well unfortunately the issue is multi-layered we all had a look at Harps minus Shankland at the weekend and uh, it's not a pretty sight so Harps have to bear in mind that, that they will be left with a gaping hole up front and the whole team will suffer as a consequence see, of losing Shankland. See, before that, is, is the very first step, do Rangers want Lauren Shankland? Well, I mean, exactly. That's the bit we can't uh, get over. Uh, and you've just heard... If Philippe, you hit that roadblock, then... Yeah, you've just heard Philippe Clant say he will not tell you anything about players who are not in the door. And that will apply to players that he wants or does not want to bring in the door. We'll never know how he feels about Lauren Shankland unless the player is bought by Rangers. And they're running out of time now. And... Uh, the need is greater now that SEMA is long-term. Uh, but it's impossible to say with any certainty, David, that Rangers want them. Uh, at the back for Hearts tonight, Kent, Kingsley, Halkett, Cochrane. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm doing this very roughly. Um, Beningame, Newenhoff, kind of holding midfielder. Denham in there as well. Oh, sorry, Lem, new signing, uh, Lembakisa's in there. He's a fullback, I think, isn't he? So maybe a three-five-two. Um, Kenny Vargas is there and leading the line number 9 captain yeah. Lawrence hold Shankland hold on hold on who's, who's in the goalie did that on purpose where's your sense of drama 
All right, okay. Oh, my guess, you've before got you it. tell us, my uh, guess to you in the newsroom before the week right. here to start the programme, I said to you, my guess is it will be Craig Gordon. Because this is big. Let me right. just re- let me recap for everyone, just in case I think, what, what are you on about? Why are you making such a big deal? Craig Gordon, over a year out, we know that. Right. People kind of waiting, when is he going to come back? Is he going to come back? Naturally, you're thinking, Xander Clark will get to the winter break. First game back after the winter break, it's a cup game. Yeah. So it's different, it's Spartans. Okay, Craig Gordon plays. The acid test for club and country potentially was probably tonight. Would we agree? Yeah. You're going. Gordon. Xander Clark all day long. The Dazzler takes it. Xander Clark. Oh, well done, Dazzler. All day long. You could. Uh, look, I'm a big Craig Gordon fan. I think he's been absolutely brilliant. I still think he's got a lot to offer. He made a terrific save at the weekend, you've got to say. But if you're Xander Clark and you had to lose your place tonight, I think that'd have been a real showing because remember, Sander Clark's got a great opportunity to go to the Euros as well. So, not surprised with that. I think it's the right decision. We should also offer our thanks that Lord Shankland managed to get over his illness. and was able to play on a Tuesday night after missing on a Saturday You don't afternoon. seem to be buying that for some reason, no, do you? I mean, no. I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> that, that, honestly, that, that might be the biggest Hugh Keevensism uh, of all time. I'm no doctor, right? But it is perfectly possible to be unavailable on a Saturday and then available by a Tuesday. Uh-huh. Because guess what? You have to get better at some point. What, what, what's your cut off here? Hugh, Hughes, Hughes went back to the old days, phone in on a Monday, sick for your all off a week. The, uh, You've uh, been out on the Sunday night. An honest opinion is a cornerstone of the British <laughs> judicial system. In my honest opinion, there was a Scottish Cup tie being played, and had he played in it, that player would have been cup tied and unable to play in the cup. For another club, that yeah, but an unfortunate coincidence. Like you, see if they were going to sign him, right, and they left him out because of the Scottish Cup tie. He ain't playing tonight because he could end up getting injured and the deal scuppered. So he ain't playing tonight, especially when the window closes next week. I so pay tribute to the Hearts. Lauren Shanklin will not be a Rangers player at end. See, of this, this, this is the Scotland fan in me. I'm much more interested in the goalkeeper tonight. I don't think it's a surprise Lauren Shanklin played. He was going to be mm. over his thing. He was going to play. Yeah. Um, would you would uh, would you have went Clark if you had the choice? I don't think anybody cares what I think, but, no, no, I, but I think it would have been extremely harsh. You're a Scotland fan. It? it would have been extremely harsh. I think that's the. I am. That's the, if, the problem. If I was Xander Clark and I got left out tonight, the first, the first, I wouldn't even go home. I'd just sit and wait for Stephen Naismith to come back. <laughs> to the, and I want a word with you and Charlie Don't. Yeah. Uh, I think it, because Xander Clark, you've got to say, has been in good form. Uh, he's had a good season since Craig Gordon got injured. Great to see Greg Gordon back, but I'm not surprised with that. Maybe not heard the end of it, though. Could it be one of those... I mean, Xander Clark will know. You get Craig Gordon breathing down his neck. Mm. Is it a case of... First mistake. First mistake. Yeah, it could be. It's not impossible, but, is it? But do you know something? Sometimes that's a great challenge for goalkeepers or any other player to say, yeah, I'm determined that I'm going to go out mm-hmm. here and, and keep my place. Yeah, because was it not the first week that Craig Gordon appeared back on the bench? Sander Clark was a bit shaky and he almost went <laughs> off injured, didn't he? Yeah. But then he, he played pretty well after that. Um, all, all I would say is that for me, Sander Clark is now a better goalkeeper than he was when he was mm. at St Johnston. And I, I think he's entitled to play and see yep. how his luck is from now on. Thank you to David, who just wanted Rangers to just go and get Shanklin. No fuss, mm. but he is starting for Hearts. Tonight, we're going to talk Scott Brown with Ian, who is coming on after I tell you about this. Clyde one. Make me a winner. Neil the Posty won 85,000 
£10,000 last time out Honestly, Neil the Posty, what a man On the Make Me A Winner He's 10 weeks away from retirement Oh, oh wow. no way Bring it for, I think we're bringing it forward, eh? I bet he, I'll bet he, he works for 10 weeks. He's planning all sorts. He's gone New Zealand, Canada, big holidays abroad. He's got some home improvements in mind. And we could make you the winner of £90,000. Paid straight into your bank after the call tomorrow. Just think of the lock you could get on your front door to stop any intruders coming in. I would have a week. bouncer standing there. Uh, anyway, 90 grand. Text yes to 61025. Text are £2 plus your standard network rate. Enter at Clyde1.com for £2 or call 0330 Calls charged at a standard rate. Over 18s only and all the other rules for this network competition can be found Online. If you get the call after 3pm tomorrow, answer within five rings. Say, make me a winner straight away, and the 90 grand would be yours. Text yes to 61025, and Ian is up. 0141-951-1025. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Evans, Gordon Diel, they're both back. The Scottish Premiership is back. Lawrence Shankland is back, and Xander Clark is back as well. No place for Craig Gordon in the starting 11 and Scott Brown is back in management Air United play tonight uh, but he is the new Air United manager Ian is an Air fan are you happy with that decision Ian? Yep, delighted I was actually on last week and I was talking to Gordon Diel about who we reckon would be in for it and that was the name I'd picked out so ambitious young manager I don't think there's anything go wrong and bringing Stephen Whitaker in as well I think it's a good choice obviously it's the Rangers and Celtic connection as you know the southwest of Scotland you're one or the other that can lead to arguments amongst folks so it's good to have both <laughs> Did you get a couple of quid on Scott Brown last week please gamble responsibly Yes 12 to 1 uh, I knew it uh, a man that nice phoned one. in and called it last week I'm going to save Ian's number if he's got mm. those types of powers um, what do you make of it, former air manager? I like it. This will be uh, choose your words carefully here because it's bit, tomorrow's papers are bound to have a legendary air manager commenting on yeah, the, the current. Yeah, one. look, I like it. I wish him all the very best. I like the fact that he's already been in management with Fleetwood. When you get the sack, that's when you learn probably more about yourself as a manager. Uh, he's got a good connection. McGiddy's down there in a role as as well. Um, that's a good club. And if you can get it going, a good home support, yeah. If you don't get it going, you'll certainly let you know all about it, like they did to me. Um, but I think it's a good appointment, I really do. I'm glad to see him back in the game. I think that he's got a lot to offer. Um, terrific player, good experience, international player as well. And as I said, what for me helps as well, he's already been to Fleetwood. Okay, it wasn't a great success. That doesn't mean that Air United can't be a success, but he's got a hard job in his hands because he needs to start winning games quickly. They're in an odd position. You know, I'm looking at the league table. They're two points above our growth. They are second bottom of the table, but it doesn't take you very much to rise quickly up that table because no. Morton are just on the verge of the top six and or the top five rather, and uh, you know they're only on 26 points, but. He's got. He'll take nothing to do with the team tonight. That would be illogical. But come the weekend, and he's playing Queens Park at Hamden. Uh, they are now under the managership of uh, Callum Davidson. They had a brilliant start for Callum, winning his first game. So he's got a lot to do, Scott Brown. And I admire him for taking the job under those circumstances. Started off at Aberdeen with Stephen Glass. It didn't work out. Then he did Fleetwood Town, and. Ultimately, 
that did not work out. But he's gathered experience and he's gone in to Somerset Park now. And he must believe that he and Stephen Whittaker can take the club in an upward direction. So I wish him well. Um, the, I mean, he would still be classed as a young manager, Ian. Um, and I'm certainly not going to get all ageist when Hugh Keevens here. Some people prefer a, an experienced hand. Some people like the young and up-and-coming type. You know, is that something you like, the I fact think, that he's kind of early on? I think for a club, a club at United, I don't think... I mean, the most experienced manager out there, I think they could have probably went realistically go out money-wise was Dick Campbell. So, you know, Dick's obviously had his day. I think they did speak to Gary Boyer, but again, I think money comes into play. Um, so I think that is the best route for a club like United to go, is doing the young way. And also, you said there about Aidan McGeady, he's a technical director at United. So him, Scott Brown and Stephen Whitaker have also had a good relationship. And also... Scott Brown's obviously got a good relationship with Brendan Rodgers for recruitment-wise, young players on loan, etc. So I think that can maybe have an impact and I think you can maybe see a couple coming in this week, maybe on loan and stuff for these clubs. Ian's hoping for Rocco Vata. On uh, the he, won't, he won't get Rocco Vata, <laughs> but I think... There'll be a minibus of the Celtic lads going down. I think Ian, Ian makes a fair point because, you know, the, Scott Brown, I'm sure that Brendan Rodgers, if he was able to would do Scott Brown a favour or two before the window closes and by the same token Stephen Whitaker has pals at, uh, at Rangers uh, might be young men at both clubs that might benefit from going to Air United from now until the end of the season but overall my overall impression is that Scott Brown doesn't trade on past reputation and has the most glowing past reputation and trophies galore He's willing to get his hands dirty and that's the kind of job that's needed to be done initially at Air United. This is more of a general point, just my own curiosity. I'll make it very clear, this is not something I'm accusing Scott Brown of because I've got no idea, I've never seen him and I've never been in his head. I always wonder, especially him, who's been at the absolute top of the Scottish game for mm. so long, what do you think the challenge is like, um, you know, dipping into the Championship, you're still in Scottish football, you're relatively new out of playing. He's still pretty fit and all that and likes to bomb about at the mm. testimonial game a couple of weeks ago and dealing with players that aren't able to do what you did sort of thing. You know, you often hear that about when a manager That's goes the in part. from being a, a top player. It's the hardest part of the job. Uh, of that, there's no doubt because you sometimes you'll look at players and you'll question yourself thinking... That's a simple thing that I could do all day long. Why is he not able to do that? But I think that because Scott's had a bit of experience in the lower leagues down in England, I think that's a good connection as well. You talk about Celtic, you talk about Whitaker Rangers, I've got Aberdeen. Scott Brown's very well known mm. in, uh, in Scotland. I think a lot of managers out there will certainly help him. But he's got that experience in knowing the lower leagues down there. He could maybe just get a wee gem up to Somerset that could work for him. I went into that transfer market when I was at Air and I pulled a couple of great guys for um, a club called Emily. I paid about 10 grand for them and they were absolutely brilliant. So there's markets there for Scott Brown to go and do, but I think you made a great point there. And I think Scott, because it's now his second I was going to say, is that is that maybe the thing that you get over in the first job? Yeah, yeah, I think you do. I think you would have looked at players at Fleetwood and even at that level, you'd be thinking... How can you not do the basic things that I could do 
day in, day out. And that's what happens no matter who you are. If you've been playing at that level, the success that Scott Brown's had, of course it is very hard then. But this is where he earns his stripes. He's got to coach them. He's got to make them better. He's got to make them a unit now. He's got to man-manage. So it's a lot different from your playing days. He's got to really get the, the manager's suit, as I call it, on and start performing and getting results. There's one thing Scott Brown should not do and it's wear a suit as a manager. You I, have to I, change it to track suit. I think Scott Brown your, your baggy suit still oh, at Somerset Well if it will be in the cupboard How man Stephen Whitaker Would fit in the one leg <laughs> <laughs> Oh I was going to bring Ian back He's just disappeared I was going to I was going to say Does it add a bit more uh, What we got Only a couple of minutes By the time we call him back Does it add a bit more um, To the game at Ibrox oh, It does Of course it does Yeah I mean you know, uh, Rangers go to Paisley At the weekend And Quan Will be playing against Rangers He'll get pelters from start to finish. He's no Scott Brown, though. No, come on, I know. come on. Yeah, I know, but the principle applies. Scott Brown will get dogs abuse at Ibrox. It was a place where the Rangers fans couldn't stand the sight of him, and there was more than one fracas at Ibrox. So, of course, it, it goes with the territory, and it will not bother him one iota. I like sight him. There's no doubt. I about will that. love it. I'll excite him. That's there's nothing better. You know what you're going into. You know what you're going to get. You're taking your team up there. Um, that'll be a special day for him. Yeah, and as um, Ian said, you know Stephen Whitaker. So it's another young Scottish coach going in there at the you know the kind of assistant role. See what the progression looks I think like. It's an ambitious move by uh, United because you know you, you, they, they come as a pair. It would appear. Uh, and there's that Rangers-Celtic thing the, the last Rangers-Celtic management duo I can remember was Joe Miller and Graham Roberts at Clyde which worked out well on the day they knocked Celtic out of the cup with Roy Keane making his debut so it's ambitious it's forward thinking but the job is very specific right now they're second bottom of the league to go down disaster Okay, any more thoughts on that? Now would be a good time to share them, but before we do anything else, let's do this. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Right, come on then, it is Beat the Pundit time 01419511025. What a game last night. What a game. Who played? The Hanarak and Hegarty. And? Roger Hanna played. Obviously he starts on minus one He won 6-5 It's a really good game I felt for the contestant Must Actually If you're listening Phone back tonight It's much easier on a Tuesday <laughs> Give us a call Give back somebody else a go If you fancy it well, Halliday's next to him He's nearly as good No you, I'm talking about the contestant, oh, the contestant. He, um, he, he missed out on a simple one I, I'm trying to remember what it was Roger Hanna No no the, the loser yeah, you're right. There was one that got away one, from one, him. Why don't you should have got the contestant, not the loser? <laughs> not the loser. We're not here. To He's not loser. loser. The poor lad sitting listening. You've just deflated him. If you win, you loser. give the losers dogs of <laughs> Anyway, let's see what happens tonight. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five, and the lines close at seven. Tackle the headlines. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Play one super scoreboard. Hugh Keevans is here, Gordon Diel alongside him and both waiting for you to get in touch. 0141-951-1025 So what are you thinking? We kicked off hearing from Philippe Clement. Mohamed Diomande is not in the building yet but it is expected to be relatively soon. Uh, worst news, you would have to say, on the injury front. Abdallah Sima pretty much 
um, not necessarily out for the season, but looking uh, long term. So your reaction to that one, Rangers fans. Big game tonight, Hearts are in action against Dundee. Lawrence Shanklin starts the game amid much speculation about his future. And it's Xander Clark giving the nod over Craig Gordon to go in goals. So again, what are your thoughts there? And Celtic fans, where are you? About a week left of the window. Are you feeling pretty relaxed, pretty content? Or are you starting to get in the Hugh Keevans, um, what's the word, impatient bus? Let us know. We have the thoughts of Mike Navrotsky on his start to life at Celtic. And I'll bring you them after we play this. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Still only one solitary victory for the listeners this calendar year. We need to do better. 2024. It's not been good. It has not, I must have to say. Um, although, a bit of debate whether we're accepting the, you know, the um, Christopher from Ayrshire. <laughs> Well, no, we've got to accept that Because otherwise it would be Kenny and Roger The only two pundits on 100% mm, To be so. fair, Christopher from Ayrshire did have an advantage Yeah, he did Anyway, John is on from Drumchapel How's it going, John? Hi, good mate, how are you? Not bad, your old stomping ground, Hugh Exactly, like a local, yes A local derby um, So we'll toss Have you ever played before, John? No, I've no mate, no Good, that's, I like it I like it when people are on for the first time We'll see if it's going to be heads You'll take on Hugh And if it's tails It will be Gordon DL It is tails It's Gordon DL yeah. The Durham Chapel Derby See that, yes you Did that? you say yes <laughs> here, John? Confident. You better get some right then I'll tell you what <laughs> Hugh's actually got um, Hugh's doing pretty well this season Are you? Yeah, he's, he's, he's played the most Ooh. And he's got a fifteen per, uh, a seventy-one percent win ratio. Where am I? Oh, you're not. It's not so good. Ah, um, okay. Anyway, right. Give Gordon DL some greatest hits radio so that he can't hear us, and we'll get your clock ready, John. Thirty seconds. Answer as many as you can. Pass if you don't know the answer. Okay. Sound. Let's go. Your thirty seconds starts now. Dundee have agreed a talent share deal with which English Premiership side? Pass. What nationality is Rangers target Mohamed Diomandi? Belgium. James Fowler made over 400 appearances for which Scottish Premiership club? Dundee. Who scored the opener in Celtic's cup tie against Bucky Thistle? Oh, um, pass. How many goals has Lauren Shanklin got for Scotland? Six. Name the last team to be relegated from the Scottish Premiership via the playoffs. Dundee um, United. I think they're hard tonight, John. I think so, no. Mm, let's bring back Gordon DL. Gordon, how are you? Are you ready? Can you hear us? Uh, yeah. Good. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? What, what, why are we so hesitant? I was, I was just asking how song. you are. Yeah, yeah, I'm right. fine, fine, Good. fine. Uh, 30 seconds on the clock. Your time starts now. Dundee have agreed a talent share deal with which English Premier League side? <laughs> Liverpool. What nationality is Rangers target Mohamed Diamandi? Uh, Ivory Coast James Fowler made over 400 appearances for which Scottish Premiership team? Kilmarnock Who scored the opener in Celtic's Cup tie against Bucky Thistle? Bernardo How many goals has Lawrence Shanklin got for Scotland? Seven Name the last team to be relegated from the Scottish Premiership via the playoffs um, Hamilton What are you thinking John? He's done me man Oh, Please John No Dundee John. have agreed a talent share deal with Burnley. Burnley. Mm, John never got See, that. Those ones are right up Hugh Street. 
Because he How? reads the paper That's why yeah. it's simple He's he's His current affairs I just went Liverpool Cause you The memory mm, I'm so sure But <laughs> Anyway know. No uh, Mohamed I have to say New year New you I thought you were going to Butcher the I Mohamed Diomandi I question I thought uh, I thought It could have It could have been anything Hugh Don't forget About the Argentinian Bevis Mugabe uh, episode yeah, yeah. Uh, He is from the Ivory Coast yeah. I couldn't believe it 1-0 Gordon DL James Fowler the reason he's in there, he is potentially joining Rangers Youth Academy. He played 400 times, over 400, for Kilmarnock 2-0. Mm, John, Gordon it's DL. not looking good now, eh? Do you want to make that noise again? Because I quite <laughs> like the sound of that. No, no, how Q called the boy last night a loser. You know what you're getting. <laughs> you know what's coming. Uh, John... I think you were under pressure at this point because you're a Celtic fan as well, but you couldn't quite remember it was Bernardo <laughs> opened the scoring. Oh, I'm a furlong out. Oh, I'm looking behind. Where's we, John? Where's we, John? Lawrence Shankland has... I wouldn't say seven. That was silly. Two. Two, yeah. Georgia and San Marino. That was silly. Uh, John didn't get it either. Nah, John never got his name the right. And the la- John needs this to avoid the, the <laughs> zero name the last team to be relegated via the playoffs Hibs it was Kilmarnock none of you got it right it's a 3-0 <laughs> John oh. John phone in Thursday would you <laughs> get you have, you have lost by the length of Kinfon's time John <laughs> <laughs> still do you I'm know what I'll give my son name anyway ah, exactly and listen uh, there'll be loads uh, of Johns there must be loads of, his name's probably not even John no, I mean, you would nah. just say that, and John, he's not from Drum Chapel either. I take that ball away, it's what not you, going to Drum What are you thinking about your team during this transfer window, John? You're a Celtic fan, are you Are you one of those patient fans who's not that fussed, or are you a bit like Hugh Keevans who thinks it's the 23rd? Nah, and... I'm patient, mate, I'm patient. I mean, I think we're starting to play really well, um, but you know what it's like, last week at the window anyway, that's when things start to get moving, so I'd like to see another one or two in there, but the boy will mm. go, I think he, he, he likes a real deal, so... I'm probably going through the anyway. I, Double. I get that to a point, Hugh, in the sense that I know you won't agree. I know you absolutely won't, so let's not waste our time. But can you imagine the state of hysteria had from a Celtic perspective if Rangers had won yeah. when when they met? Yeah. Uh, and, and then, I don't know, maybe you go to somewhere like St Mirren and it's notoriously tough. You know, if there was a drop points there, you're looking at a disastrous November, December time yeah. and thinking, right, this window needs to be mega... I'm sure people at the club are a bit more big picture about it. If they needed a whatever left back before, they still need one now, whether you beat Rangers or not. Yep. But I do feel like that's why the fan patience is maybe a bit greater than it could have been. It's been an optimistic few days for Celtic because they played very well. The passing against Bucky was terrific. O'Reilly, home, uh, and Bernardo. And it was, yeah, but again, you have to factor in the level of opponent. Uh, but Rocco Vata came on, scored a goal. Uh, Navrotsky, uh is talking a good game uh, about what he can do in the second half of the season. So it's been looking positive over the last few days. The one other observation I would make, though, if you had said to the Celtic supporters on the 23rd of January, with a, roughly a week left of the transfer window, you will have signed one player, and that one player will be a winger. Mm-hmm. then I would regard that as being an unsuccessful window. It now depends on what Celtic do between now and February 1st. Is that fair? 
Oh yeah, I, I'm a bit like you. I wasn't too panicky at the beginning for any team because I keep saying I think that modern day transfers nowadays take a lot more time than expected. But I thought there'd be more than one in. Uh, but they've still got time uh, till the window closes. I will be amazed if we're sitting here and the window's closed and Celtic have only recruited one player. I don't think that'll be the case. Mm. Thanks, John. All the best. Cheers, guys. Thank See you, John. Bye. Bye. I'm honestly, I'm, I'm not like big you. I'm, I'm not cut out for that. I don't like it when the list will get zero. A big donut. I'm sorry for He's a, a big donut, isn't he? You know, we, we don't know who he is, but oh, in Drumchapel, they'll know who he is. Have they got good voice recognition in uh, Drumchapel? Yeah, there's no hiding place in Drumchapel. They'll be shouting me. out the windies as we speak. Right, who got no? Who got no? Oh dear, well listen, another day tomorrow, another opportunity. Simon Donnelly, master of the ugly win. And uh, Marvin Bartley prone to a disaster or two himself. So maybe, maybe you could get a win on the board tomorrow. You're apparently 61% win rate. It's not bad, is it? It's, not, it's also not, not as good as 71. And as, uh, listen, 61. Who's the lowest? By the way, are you the only pundit in here whose win percentage is their age? <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. His is nearly. Yeah, his age. that's a good yeah. idea. Wilson's is probably his age, what, to be fair. What, no, what no. many has Wilson got? Well, what's he? She so bought my table. She bought my table. He's, he's, he, yeah, I think he might be. He's bad, but surely it's higher than thirty. He's, what's how old's he? Thirty nine. I have no idea. He's forty next. He's forty this year. So he's thirty nine. Yeah, yeah, that's so right. Yeah. That makes him thirty nine. Thanks, thanks yeah, for confirming that. One out there quite wow. Then. <laughs> oh, that's you up to sixty three though now, isn't it? Oh, by the way, no, no, no. There's been a. You've been overtaken. You oh. must have finished strongly. Wilson's up to sixty nine. Not a chance. Yeah, apparently. That's not his age. No, it's, it's not his age, who's, it's his favourite number. But he's uh, um, Somebody must be bought in there. Who's bought yeah, I think I've got it on my sheet, actually. Yeah, read it out. People Shame will be them, delighted that sure. he... Lee joins 100%. It depends, though, because your favourite game, you know, you talk about percentages. You want the guys that have played once or three, you know what I mean? Nah. Nah, nah the ones that play regular. The regulars. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're bought out the regulars. I can't be bought. Yeah. I've lost about one game in... Nah, you're, you're bottom of the regulars, yeah. Nah, I'm not buying that nonsense. Mm. Yeah, I'm okay. destroying anyway. everyone in front of me, Hugh. <laughs> anyway, right. Um, Niall's on the line. Is it Niall or Neil? Sorry, I think it's Niall, isn't it? It's Niall, yeah. Good, good, Niall. man. Good. How are you? All right? Not bad, not bad. Hello, panel. How you doing? Good. Gordon, Gordon, Hi, no. All good uh, here. What are you thinking? Well, last time I spoke to you, when he was in the panel, I don't think the other two were there. You two Gordons on there. It was in 2012. Yeah, wow. so. <laughs> going back a while and I think uh, just uh, uh, kudos to you for, for being a legend of the, the pundit game in this, this country he gets a lot of stick for having an opinion for having an opinion but that's, that's his job thank you now <laughs> good on you look at this a bit of praise for Hugh Keevans what a night what a night and also he didn't get, a lot, he didn't get enough praise for coming up with Gordon's um, gladiator name last week Patho <laughs> that's true yeah he's listening he's, he's on form oh, he is on the, he's on the ball in, in numerous ways there's no doubt about it um, what made you phone in after 12 well, years or whatever it was well uh, well, just uh, I think I think first of all we can give Bucky Fissel a bit of credit for uh, Sunday um, I think 5-0 at Celtic Park is, is need as grace by MD's standards uh, Celtic are capable of doing that to MD in Scotland I think is, which should actually be Kind of noticed by people. Um, there's most teams in Scotland have fell, fell, fell of that kind of result at Parkhead. Um, but also, I just want to make a point about the transfers. I think that if, if Celtic uh, actually didn't sign anybody else, 
uh, for the rest of this um, window. I think we've still got enough quality in our team to still take the title back to Parkhead. I don't think I don't think we're crying out for him. Yeah, Parfit at left back maybe just to give uh, Greg Taylor some sort of um, you know some competition for his role in the team. Uh, I don't think we're really crying out or desperate for him. Mm. Uh, not not, not even back up for Kyogo now. Uh, you know, Kyogo is one of the players you like. See, you keep him fit and he's playing. Like the fact he didn't go to the the Asian Cup is 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 was a blessing for us. Um, like like it was just great to know that he's going to come into the, the that he didn't get any injuries. Do you know what I mean? Been away like obviously that's happened to Sima at the the African Cup of Nations. Uh, do you know what I mean? So like we we were glad that he didn't go. Um, so I, no, I honestly don't. I think O O is back up for him as well. Do you know what I mean? But, it's, but he's away as well. I, I know, but Celtic Celtic are in a strong position. Is my point? Mm. Uh, they're really yeah. they're really strong position. I think that the kind of main core of Niall's point is he thinks Celtic can win the league without signing anyone else. Yeah, I th- is I that, think, do you agree with that? Yeah. Is, is that the point though? I mean, yeah, I think I think if Celtic kept everybody fit, right. You've got to be lucky to do that. You have a look at the way Rangers go about their business. They're having a real unlucky time at that. But if Celtic kept everybody fit, have they got the squad that can win the league? 100%. No doubt in my mind about that. But the problem is, it's the big question mark. You know, you could get into a run of some bad injuries that puts players out for maybe two, three weeks, and then you're starting to really use your squad and the quality. And I think Brendan Rodgers always wants to improve mm. the quality because Hugh touches on how many wingers have Celtic got. Well, I don't think Brendan Rodgers is caring about that. He thinks that the one he's brought in is better than what he had. So he's not really... He's more interested in quality rather than numbers. I think it's glaringly obvious, though. Every time Kyogo goes down at Celtic Park, the crowd start looking at their feet. And they don't look at the pitch. Uh, there's no one else there. And, oh, if, heaven forbid for Celtic, Kyogo ever got a, an injury that kept him out for weeks O will not be sufficient cover and now I, I know that everyone says the January window's tough okay but you've got a recruitment department there you've got unlimited funds by Scottish standards and Kyogo is a glaring accident waiting to happen see just to move the goalposts slightly Niall let's say you're right and we won't you know, argue about it Celtic are strong enough to win the league without adding anyone are there not Celtic fans out there though who say that, that that's not the point and, and that's kind of the problem You maybe Celtic need to stop settling for oh, as long as we've got enough to win the league that's fine as long as we've got enough to finish above Rangers that's fine I know that's the way it kind of comes down to in this this country but in terms of trying to be the best version of yourself trying to be the best version of Celtic do you not always need to be improving always need to be adding always needing to be trying to grow yeah, I, I do agree, but I also think that it, it stops if you're snatching uh, signings. You're sure. not just snatching somebody to get somebody in just for like, getting somebody in's sake. So if, uh, it needs to be the right, like what Brendan Rodgers has been talking about, right amount of quality. It needs to be adding to the, not just the numbers, but adding to the, the talent that's there in the pool. Um, and, I, and I think that unless you're, can, your, your hand has been forced to make these signings, like, I think you can you can... Rest a bit easier, like knowing that you've got it, that you've got enough to get you over the line already there. Um, and I know, I know what you mean though. There is obviously that's the, the backroom staff and the, the people in the, the kind of higher echelons of the club will be having conversations and scouting people. That's a kind of that's a kind of twenty four seven three six five kind of 
thing, you know. I mean, it's, ha- it's happening all the time, not just January, not just like in the summertime. Um, they're, they're always looking, but it's just when they, when they can get these deals across the, the, the line. Um, I think, but I, I just, I, I really do think Celtic are in a strong position, and I think I could phone back in at the end of the season and Celtic have won at least the title, and I think also, uh, I hope we get Rangers some time along the line in the, to, towards the final of the Scottish Cup. I'm getting, I'm, I'm ultimate faith in the fact we've maybe got a double. And he's he's been doing he's been doing one trophy since the last time, Brendan. But I think Brendan will, will bring the bring the double back to Parkhead I think this year. And so I've, I've, I've kind of made my mind up about that. <laughs> this show is no stranger to big predictions. I don't mind it, Niall at all. Thank you very much. Um, it is going to be an interesting last week or so um, because, like you guys said, had anyone asked you, right, Celtic will make one signing. I don't think you would have gone for winger. No. Um, the the ones that keep coming back is you know some sort of option at left back. Hugh thinks option for for Kyogo as well. It feels like at the very least, oh, it exists. You sometimes feel like Bernabe doesn't. He's that far out the picture. So oh, yeah. you wonder if that isn't. Um, but again, then then I, then I do get Niles thinking that you know if there's not a left back there that you want you or is available right now, you're doing it for the sake of it in January when you think you could win the league without. First and foremost, uh, Brendan Rodgers has recently uh, come out and backed Greg Taylor to the hilt. Thinks he's a terrific player. Um, if your life depended on it, you could bring in Burnaby. Uh, there must have been some reason why Celtic paid nearly four million pounds for him. Um, so that, for me, would not be a priority. I just think that when you come back, you get Ross County uh, at the weekend. Uh, they are at the moment in a very bad way. It would be a major, major upset if Celtic couldn't beat Ross County at Celtic Park. But thereafter, they're away to Aberdeen and away to Hibs. Now, straight away there will be questions asked of them at Pataudry and the Easter Road. And by that time, the window will have closed. And if you haven't brought in other players, that's down to you. The only thing I'll, I'll, I'll say in Celtic's behalf there, Hugh, I'm surprised that they've only brought in one, but... I think that they're at the, the case because of what happened this summer, the amount of players that have come in. You've highlighted it numerous times on the show about the amount of players that have come in and hardly been seen, hardly kicked the ball. You're better either getting the right one that you think is that better quality, like the winger, like everybody says, well, we don't uh, need a winger, but Brent Rogers feels he's a bit more special, so we're bringing them in. Rather than just go and get numbers to fill positions, to find fill jerseys, if you can't get the quality you're looking for now, and they've come under a bit of criticism for it, then I think you stick with what you've got. Uh, 0141951102.5, that is the number you need. We'll bring you the thoughts of Mike Navrotsky next. Get your calls in. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141951102.5. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Evans and Gordon DL are here. 0141951102.5. We're about to hear the thoughts of Mike Navrotsky talking about. His a difficult start to life at Celtic, but he's in the team at the moment. Would you like him to stay there, Celtic fans? Do you think he's still got a big future at the club in the second half of the season? Let us know. 01419511025. We're still <coughs> reacting to the breaking news tonight that Scott Brown is the new air manager. We've been looking at the injury news, bad injury news regarding Abdallah Sima and building up to kick off between Hearts and Dundee where Lawrence Shankland and Xander Clark are given the nod from the start I spent the entire break laughing at the thought of you two 
trying to come up with the answers to the full-time teaser that I was given. It is, I would even say, some of these answers are a rung above Roger Hanna. And they've handed me this and expected me to ask, you too. Yeah. yeah. You too, he says, whilst trying to say that there's no offence attached. I obviously mean a slight Don't bit of offence. take it whatsoever. So what I'll do, I've found another one during the break. Let me give you this question. The Full Time Teaser with Sliding Wardrobe Solutions East Kilbride. Slad wall panels available in seven colours. Now in stock at East Kilbride at competitive prices. I at least think we can have a bit of fun with this and you can work your way through it and, and you'll come up with something. That last one, <laughs> not an option. So it's a big thanks to Stephen McCara who sent it in. And it's just gonna be it's just a pen and paper job that you'll just get the brain ticking over. Name the eight players who've scored in the Premiership this season. And their surname has exactly four letters in it. Four. That is it. That is the extent of the question. There are eight players who've scored in the Premiership this season, and their surname has exactly four letters in Yang. it. Yang. Yes. See. Yeah. Straight off, up and running. Uh, Good. Okay. Any from you? You're going to say Tavernier or something, aren't you? No. You're going to give me the longest name, Jack. Yes. Who's got the longest name in the Premiership? Have I just changed the teaser entirely? Mm, who's got the longest be? name? Anyway, uh, I'll bet Hearts player. Abrodsky, Nottingham, Livingston—that'd be quite long. Mm. Anyway, that's a really boring question. Um, Yang and Jack, good start. You want to throw another Duke. one? <laughs> oh, that's not you saying. That's not you saying. Ah, had to go. Like for apples. Ah, oh, Duke for apples. Oh, okay. Oh, He's just D U K. Okay, no, get an E on it. No, no. that, that would be Duke. That Duke. would be John Wayne. Duke. <laughs> Dukes. Oh dear. Holt. Oh no, brilliant. no. I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a good enough shout. Apart from the fact that he's not scored. Okay, listen, we can get back to it. Thanks to Stephen McCara for sending it, uh, and thanks to Sliding Wardrobe Solutions Eastco Bride for helping us out with the teaser. It's eight players who've scored in the Premiership this season, and they've got exactly four letters. In there, Sonny. That's it. So the guys have got Yang and Jack. Jack. Beck. N- not. Yes! You're doing good at this. Right, no more. No more guesses just now. Let's try and leave a bit of suspense. Uh, right, let's hear a bit from Mike Navrotsky. He's been spoken about a lot on the show for a guy that hasn't played very much because, well, that in itself is the story, isn't it? He was a relatively big money signing, a good profile of signing as well. I don't think one you would put in that project pigeonhole, but obviously. Uh, was left out of several squads this season he says it was hard to accept but he's happy now to be back involved and it was important to keep working hard behind the scenes yeah I'm happy that I could finally play now I think in the beginning I played three games after we were injured and then yeah it's been a hard time to get back into the team but the only thing I could do was like to work hard to be prepared for the moment and in the end it happened I think a centre-back is hard like to rotate or sometimes uh, if somebody if nobody gets injured it's hard to, to get the time but yeah I, I knew if it would happen I have to be prepared and yeah in the end it happened against Rangers because if you train every week and work hard and not even squat and everything don't even close then yeah so we had to, to accept it but now yeah like you said I feel I, I, I enjoy it more tough one for him because as a centre back <coughs> to go in against Bucky it's, you're not coming away with any real no. pass marks because mm-hmm. of how quiet your afternoon's been. Um, but look, you spoke about him a lot 
And football can change quickly You just wonder what, what part he's got to play In the second half of the season Well he clearly believes he's got a part to play And I think that's a, a head start for him then Because Excluding the period when he was out injured There was an obvious reason why He didn't get a game When he was fully fit And that's because the manager didn't think he rated Getting a game uh, But He appears to believe that this is a a fresh start and that he has the, the right stuff for the concluding part of the season, the most important part of the season, the one where the championship is at stake. So now you've got Carter Vickers, we don't know his state of readiness for the weekend at Ross County. Scales, the fans would be unhappy, I think, if Scales dropped mm-hmm. out of the side because they've developed a very deep affection for him. So it could be Scales and Navrotsky at the weekend against Ross County. Um, but I honestly thought at the start of the transfer window he wouldn't be a Celtic player at the end of it Mm -hmm. but he clearly believes he has a lot to give and he's got a a chance now and the manager appears to be ready to give him a second chance I know this feels like you've really lowered the bar for a, a, like I said, a relatively big money signing Gordon but does the immediate aim, if you're talking about step by step does he need to make sure he's got third choice centre back nailed down Mm. Because we spoke about how many they were. Um, I mean, you know, the thing that really frustrated Celtic fans that called here was Nat Phillips was, you know, was then ahead of them. Scales and Carter Vickers have to be first choice right now. Yeah, in, in agreement done. there. Done. So you've then probably got him and Stephen Welsh. Yeah. And no Gustav Lager Bielka's there, but he doesn't seem to be, um, you know, at, he, he's out of favour as well. Is that the key first? Can, can he be the nailed on first option for when one of. Scales and Carter Vickers isn't playing. He's got for me just now. He's in the position he's got to climb the ladder. I think you're right. I think it's between him and Welsh to see who is that number three centre half because the two take care of themselves, no doubt. Mm. That's that would be the partnership if if they're fit. Because you get options there, won't you? Just to, yeah. to flip it to the other side of the city quickly, you know, Balogun, Goldson, Suter, D- Davis to a lesser extent because of injury. You know, you you get a game if your third choice. Somebody will be injured at some point. Oh, yeah, somebody yeah. will be rested uh, at some uh, point, or, or suspended, whatever it may be. Um, yeah, I think I think it's up to the lad now. It was hard for him because you can't say he'd he done anything particularly wrong. I think that where his strength is, and Mark uh, t- talks about it um, often on the show about the way he can come out with the ball. He's a decent user of the ball. I think Brendan Rodgers likes that. That's the type of centre-half he's looking for. So that goes in his favour. Um, but it's just up to him now to grasp that opportunity. Sounds confident enough. I like that as well. So he's just waiting for the opportunity to, to show everybody what he can do and what he can bring. Yeah, I mean, that's presumably not an area. that if We're talking about transfer window. Actually, I was up doing some stuff at Lennox Town the other day and um, I was parked next to Kobayashi. I've barely recognised yeah. him because, you know, you forget there's just so many in that area. Well, they say Kobayashi is not going out in this transfer window. That may be due to a, a complete lack of interest in anyone taking him. But anyway, he stays. Uh, Lagabielka, there remain plenty of rumours that he will be out before the end of the transfer window. Uh, but... It's not an area where Celtic have to contemplate bringing somebody in. They've got Scales, they've got Navrotsky, they've got Carter Vickers, they've got Stephen Welsh. Um, so for me, that's not an area of concern for the window. Mark Wilson will get his thoughts on Thursday. Um, did you see him on sports scene on Sunday night? No. What did you make of him? I, 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 just, I don't want to talk about him. He's a, he's a joke. I thought you were hard on him. 
<laughs> Seriously, did you see his face? Well, the... he's got a black and white telly. <laughs> he wouldn't have noticed it. <laughs> no, the only comment that was made in our house, and there's only me and a lady in the house, so it wasn't me that said it, but look at her face in that. No, she said he's got a smashing head of hair. Oh, well, listen, his punditry was fine and his hair was fine, but. <laughs> It was hard to look past his stage makeup. Yeah, yeah, his stage makeup. I think he brought his own uh, and obviously just plastered it on before <laughs> he went. Anyway, he, what, what I meant to say, it was just easier to kick him, is that uh, he's a fan of Navrotsky, isn't he? He feels like yeah, he sees like, something there, he often talks about it. Yeah, but man, remember, Mark couldn't win a game at breaking, so I wouldn't take that with a pinch of salt. <laughs> um, yeah, well, Mark knows what, what it takes to play with Celtic, you know, he's been a defender as well. <laughs> Very quickly from criticism to compliment there, yeah, even got, by your standards. Yeah, I've got. I've got to mix up a little bit um, but he likes the way he comes out and I do agree with him I think that the modern day centre-half's got to be able to especially if you're at Celtic and most of the games at Celtic Park you're dominating and teams drop off and leave the centre-backs on the ball you've got to be confident enough to get into the midfield and have overloads and go and play and play nice balls and nice passes I think he has that in his locker the big question for me and I've not seen enough and I'm desperate to see him get into runny games if that's possible for him, is his defensive side of it. Yeah. I suppose the, the highlight so far would, because there's a, a very small sample, it would be the sub-appearance against Rangers, wouldn't it? Because he came on early. He yeah. you know, was miles out of the picture. Done Went, well. Hadn't played since August. That game, as you well know, was the 30th of December. Did mm-hmm. well that day, didn't he? Yeah, it? he did very well. Um, you can't fault the boy for that. I like the, as I said, I, I was listening to him there. He's very confident. He believes it. He's got what it takes to make it at Celtic, which is a plus right away. You've got to come out. You've got to back your own confidence, your own ability. Um, it's just a, it's getting an opportunity because if you look at those two centre-backs just now, Carter Vickers and Scales, they've been absolutely terrific, especially this season for Celtic. So it's got to be a hard one to displace them, but he's got to just go out there and show Celtic fans and Brendan Rodgers what he can do. is clearly a bit miffed that he hasn't had much game time as he thinks he should be getting. And that that's good, because if he doesn't think he should deserve to get in the team, well, who else will think that? So he's clearly got a lot of self-belief. I go back to that two-game sequence that Celtic have coming up. They've got Ross County, who at the moment are labouring and in trouble. But then, Abdeen away, Hibs away. Now, they're not exactly pulling up trees, either of them, but Pataudry and Easter Road, your defensive capabilities will come under scrutiny. And if Nabrotsky plays in one or both of those games, then he'll have to show that he's right to feel miffed at not getting enough game time up until now. Uh, 01419511025, that is the number you need. Kenny's another Air United fan. It must be because there's a new manager in town. Kenny, are you happy? Yes. I think that's the manager I hoped we would have um, when, uh, unfortunately, Bruin had to leave. But um, Scott Brown's been around now for a bit in the management game. He's been at Aberdeen and he's learned a lot there. Things didn't go very well. He went to Fleetwood Town. I think I heard he was a bit unfortunate to lose the job there. Uh, But he's a leader. And I just think that, you know, if he brings to the United camp what he had at Celtic, his leadership and his ability to communicate, which I've heard on television a lot, and I think he will be a very good move. My only worry about Air United at the moment is that they seem to have invested a lot of money in in various management positions 
they're building a new stand where the terracing used to be. Mm-hmm. But there doesn't seem to be any money for players, and that worries me a little bit about the, you know, what what Scott Brown's got to use. Um, uh, to come in with So I just wondered What you thought about all of that Was he the standout candidate for you? Was there any other names That you were interested yeah, I think, in? I think Callum Davidson Was certainly one that I looked at But he got the job at Queen's Park yeah. uh, Which I really liked um, There was one or two others Out there You know, Chap Boyer was called in from He was at Dundee mm-hmm. He was good And that was always a possibility And there's always a few few Managers out there That you know you could you could look at But I think my immediate opinion was um, Scott Brown. With regard to the money, Kenny, um, you know, Scott Brown, Stephen Whitaker, straight away, it might be a case of it's not what you know, it's who you know. Yeah. Uh, and they they are well-connected guys and you, before the window closes, I'm absolutely certain players will be brought into Air United using their contacts and uh, their friendships that they've cultivated in the game. Um, I, I think if you look behind the scenes there, that I'm glad to see the new stand going up because, I mean, I always love Somerset Park. It's one of the old-fashioned Scottish grounds, but you don't need to stay old-fashioned all your life, you know? They're trying, yeah. to, they're trying to smarten the place up a bit and the appointment of Scott Brown along with Stephen Whitaker, is a forward-looking appointment. Just let's see between now and February 1, uh, not what they know, who they know. Yeah, Gordon, yeah. I mean, I saw um, something that I'm sure would break Kenny's heart and Roger Hannes. Did you see that link between Dipoak and Yemi and Kilmarnock oh. Oh. last night? Can't Roger, on that, Kenny. Roger will be in bits. That's a bad one. <laughs> <laughs> Chose his words wisely there, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. I must admit, I, I saw. I, I know nothing more than just saw one of these kind of transfer rumours last night. Um, yeah, Gordon, I guess like managers are always judged on a couple of things. Can you improve players that are there? Can you get mm-hmm. the best out of them? Uh, and recruitment, obviously. But Kenny's right here. I've got a certain structure there. And I mean, Scott Brown only has a week left of the window. It's, it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. What, what I think he'll give them uh, originally is that when he walks into the dressing room, he's like, um, you know, when Stephen Gerrard come up to, to Scotland, the presence he had been a player, what he achieved as a player. I'm not saying Scott Brown was at level with Stephen Gerrard, obviously different leagues and everything. But in Scotland, he's, you know, he's won everything. He's been a he's been a terrific footballer in his his career. He's he can walk in there. He's got a bit of experience. He's got a good backroom staff behind him. Uh, he's young. He's ambitious. I think Hugh touches on great points nowadays. As a chairman, you'll sit down there and say, mm-hmm. right, if we don't have all the money to go and bring in better players, we need to use the loan system. And these guys have got terrific contacts, and I think that helps you. So I think that's a good, good appointment. And as I say, uh, I wish him all the very best down there. Mm, thanks to Kenny. You're a good man. Thanks for taking the time. It was Kenny and Presswick. How are you two? Sorry, Kenny. Kenny Comurray here. You still got us, Kenny? Yeah, Dad. Yeah. Kenny Comurray here. Oh Kenny, how are you? Oh no, where's this going? I'm fine, how are you? How are you? I'm doing all right. My back's a bit sore. Any any advice for me? <laughs> well, get yourself in here, eh? Aye. Has the, has the golf swing improved any? Uh, absolutely brilliant, Kenny. <laughs> you need to get me down. I know you've got a few quid and you remember some nice golf courses, so well, oh, mate, phone me in. Well, come on down and have a game at Presswick if you like. <laughs>
Ah, looking forward to that. I'll be oh, down right. soon. No, you... It's actually the Presswick Golf Club. Oh, Kenny's a man. I'll go and caddy then. Hugh, you yeah, and I could just. A, honestly, give us a buzz. I don't have your number anymore, but give us a buzz. <laughs> well, we've got yours because you just phoned <laughs> in. Thank you, Kenny. Right, well, tell you what, take the number, give me a text or whatever, and we'll organise something. Look forward to it, mate, and I'll get a wee bit of treatment when I'm down. Brilliant. Thanks, Kenny. <laughs> There we go. What a bit. What is he? A chiropractor or something? Oh, he looks after you, right. boy. Um, yeah. yeah. What do you mean? Why specifically? Why a good goal? Specifically the back. Though. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Honestly, this Hugh. program is basically it's like a, a hotline. <laughs> something. It's advertising for me, Hugh. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I need it's like something. A, not a hotline. It's a, like a direct line to Gordon DL just to. Just to it, speak to him. He should really, or we should really, when they call, say. How can you help God? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's, That's a new programme. How can you two help me on this teaser? Eight players have scored in the Premiership this season and their surname has exactly four letters in it. You're actually doing a bit better than I thought. You've got yeah. Yang, Jack yeah. and yeah. Beck. Frankie Kent. Not in the Premiership he hasn't uh, scored. Seema? Yeah. Maybe I can obvious one because he's got quite a few. Um, okay, that's the four. Halfway there. Home hasn't scored for sure. Nope, ah. Oh, hold on. What? Big Theo Bear. How do you spell his setting? No, that's fine. Are you happy with that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. B-A-I-R, still four. Uh-huh. Now, I was going to say that they're, think, animals. That's uh, what my clue was going to be. Right. And I was going to let the chaos ensue because obviously bear, but that's not mm-hmm. how you spell it. But there's still another animal, animal in, there. in there. I'll leave that with you, right? And you can get back to Lion. me next. <laughs> <laughs> You're just gone, in you? L Y O N. Yeah. Oh, that more after the break. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141 Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We are on the home straight in tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon DL and Hugh Evans are here and it's Quite a good teaser this, I like it, it's just a bit different Everybody can throw some guesses in We're looking for you to name the 8 players to score In the Premiership this season And their surname has exactly 4 letters in it You've got Theo Bear, Abdallah Sima, Owen Beck, Ryan Jack, Hyun Jung Yang I think I've got one Fish I said there was an Hibs. animal I said there was wildlife oh, in there Fish Will Fish, fish. Well done, okay I like it a bear and a fish, okay. Uh-huh. So what have you got? Six two to get. Two. Mm-hmm. A uh, mother will play in uh, there. One of them you will not get. Right, okay. A mother will play in there. Apart from Theo Bear. Ollie Shaw? No, he's not scored in the premiership, unfortunately. <sighs> right. The one that you won't get is a mother will play, actually. You just you just won't get it. Why? Just won't. And the other one. I don't know what you want me to say about the other guy He's not scored many But nevertheless, he's in there You've heard of him And of course he has four letters in his name So He's still a motherable player Yep You won't get it Oh, it's a young lad that come on At Fir Parton scored Correct Ah, oh, what was his name? That's that's the question Yeah, indeed. yeah. But Anyway, look, we can get back to it uh, Here's just another one that I'm going to tie in with a couple of different uh, topics It ties these two together Because Hearts are playing tonight playing against Dundee we've been speaking about them we'll be hearing from Philippe Clement I wonder what you think about this Philippe Clement confirming Rangers will send Alex Lowry on loan again this month no but I didn't bring him back Hart said they didn't want to 
they didn't want to keep him the next six months. So the clear plan with, with Alex is that uh, we want him to go on loan again, to get minutes, to come back in a good way and then to make a good assessment in the summer. So that's what we, we're trying to do now. Once again, the, the, the man tells you straight, uh, I didn't ask for him back. They didn't want him. Uh, so it was extremely straight, wasn't yeah. it? Like mm. now everyone knows Hearts didn't want yeah. Alex yeah. Lowry. Yeah, and the, again, the second part of what he had to say makes great sense. You send him out again on loan, he gets minutes wherever he goes, and then in the summertime he has to fight for his future at Rangers because he's under assessment <laughs> by the manager, and he's <laughs> Philippe Clement might as well have written him a letter and hand it to him with these instructions. You go somewhere else, you play, you get game time, you come back and then you try and impress me. I think it's the right decision for all parties. Um, if Lowry wasn't wanted with Hearts, then there's no point hanging about there to the end of the season. That's not going to do you any good. That's not the purpose of the the the, the situation, going out and getting some game time. Um, there's, I'm sure there'll be clubs... We'll take Alex Lowry. I think he's got good ability, the lad. He just needs games. He needs that confidence. Um, and it'll be interesting to see where he ends up. Yeah, because Owen Beck rules state that um, obviously he can't play for more than two teams. So mm-hmm. how do we look? Last week, didn't we? He didn't play for Rangers at all this season. So obviously yeah. he, can, uh, he can go on loan again to someone else. wonder if that'll be in our top flight. Well, I'm sure there are clubs in the top flight who could... Certainly use him. Uh, what Alex Lowry has to do now is ask himself why Hearts didn't want him to stay. And we, on the outside, are looking at his case and thinking, kind of lost his way a bit. And clearly Philip Clement is of that opinion as well. I repeat, Rangers didn't want him back. They had to take him back because Hearts didn't want him. That's someone who has a way to go now to impress Philippe Clement. Yeah, I think the Rangers fans, lots of them, Gordon, have still got high hopes and high expectations and they needn't bin them just now because he's still young. Um, mm-hmm. But I think they clearly thought he was going to go to Hearts and really, you know, really yeah. kind of show yeah, what he could do up. in the first part of the season. Yeah, maybe maybe Hearts wasn't just the fit he was looking for or maybe it was the way Stephen Naismith decided later on how he was going to play what sort of brand of football and it didn't suit into his situation as well but look the lad is a good player he's got good ability of that there's no doubt um, they need to get the right fit for him they need to get him out there I, I totally agree with there's no point bringing them back and playing them in uh, under 20s or whatever at 23s or whatever it may be the B team they may as well get out there play competitive football whether it be the Premiership or even in the Championship Gordon which is a very good standard of football uh, he is only 20 of course But could be an important end to the season So we'll watch that one with interest Right, let's finish off this teaser Looking for 8 players who've scored in the Premiership this season And who've got exactly 4 letters in their surname Yang, Jack, Beck, Sima, Bear and Fish What's your boy at Mullers now? I mean that's the thing it- Kane I'm just putting a name in there. <laughs> really, I've I, I seen Harry Kane's name come up. <laughs> don't really annoys me about that. Really, really, well, really annoys me about correct. that. It's not correct. It's not correct. Ah, there oh. you go. But you're looking for two answers. What do you mean? Kane. Chris Kane at St. Johnson's the other one. <laughs> How do you do it? 
<laughs> How does he do it, honestly? Oh, I've seen it coming up on the TV and I thought, well, there you go, four letters, we'll throw that one in How there. lucky can you get, seriously? Well, oh. he, he brings back to life, he <laughs> say, if he fell out a window, he'd go up the way. Well, that's the right answer. There's even a man phoning in to invite him out for a game of golf. If he fell into the Clyde, he'd come out with a will fish in his uh, pocket. A will fish. Basically. Yeah, a, right, what, we've one to get. Or a corner salmon. Yeah, you've got the other one. You've got one to get, and it is the Motherwell youngster who came on. Start that you won't get. Start with What's what? the point? I, so, I might get it. So I'm now going to give you one Letter. of the four letters yeah. that he's got on his name. Yeah. This Go show. On. Test him. Come Test on. him. Oh. Go on, nah. <laughs> No, I'm not getting It's got four letters, but it's only got three different letters, and the right. first one is R. Right. Oh, this is ridiculous. Are you, even I feel. Read. Rob. Oh Read. My goodness. Oh my. Ross. Oh. Ah, Look at Ross. Oh, honestly, what are we doing here? Right. Uh, big week. Really big week. We'll see how Lawrence Shankland and Xander Clark and Cole get on. To uh, tonight, and we'll look back on it tomorrow. And of course, big night Rangers and Hibs uh, playing. So, lots to look forward to. Make sure you join us tomorrow. Marvin Bartley, Simon Donnelly are here. And in the meantime, Callum Gallagher's up next. So, stay right there. And it's good night from us.